Welcome to Shenanigans. What's it mean? With biscuits and gravy. Uh, I I am biscuits. The other gentleman with me is, as always. Creamy, smooth, right across the biscuit gravy. That's... We we just started off that way, didn't we? (laughs) Yeah, we just went that way. (laughs) Okay, okay. Uh, um, We don't have specific topics today Mm -mm. that we've studied for. But we have stuff nope. we're just going to ramble on about. Things that we both know about, though. Okay. I think it's safe to say. Okay. God, it is. Well, I mean, we had discussed earlier. We talked. We yes, do we, that sometimes. We did. we did. And we, you know, had talked about UFOs. Yes. Because, what, didn't the government just release, like, this big thing about UFOs? Yes, they did. Matter of fact, um, because this is the type of guy I am, I, uh, I have to go and download PDFs of, uh, I've got a few here, um, I got some on, uh, Operation Antarctic Trip, one of... Several Antarctic trips that Adam Roberta took, uh, Operation uh, High Jump. And uh, ah. with the apparent um, Nazi anti-gravity aerospace craft weapons development <laughs> programs. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, UFOs. Apparently what it is is uh, sometime during, I think it was either during World War II or... Sometime in the 30s prior to, they man the the Nazis managed to shoot down a UFO, and uh, so they gave a project to basically reverse engineer it. Um, the uh, Van Buren or whatever well, I forgot what the dude's name was. He uh, we got him after from uh, Operation Paperclip. He was oh, his, you're talking about Werner von Braun? Yes, Werner von, von Braun. He was actually head yeah, of that the project. The V2 rocket yes, engineer. Yes. Yeah. The V2 rocket, uh, the technology for that everything came from the uh, reverse engineering of you know the UFO. And they actually managed Quote to... Quote, unquote, supposedly. Well, it wasn't replicated exact, but they got it enough to where they actually were able to make a... And it was kind of like a bell shape. But able to make a UFO with to a, uh, a limited to degree, you know, it could do more than any craft that existed at the time. But yet, you know, it couldn't traverse, you know, light, you know, space and light years. So well, there were its not. handicaps, obviously. Dude, our bodies aren't meant to do that. But, our uh, physical beings aren't meant to do that. So basically what we did is we, you know, or what they did is the crafts, you know, they continued some uh, towards the end of the war before, you know, the Nazis fell. Um, they did send some of their work and down into the Arctic or Antarctica for more testing and, you know, whatever projects yeah. that they plan on doing. They continued after, you know, after the war. Yeah. And uh, this Admiral Byrne, he actually made two uh, journeys to the Arctic starting in the 20s. Um, and they were, um, I believe, one or both of them were paid by the Rockefeller family. Not um, shocking. Yeah. Matter of fact, there's a particular 
there's a particular spot or there's an area down there that's named Rockefeller Island or Rockefeller something. Um, but uh, I think his third, if I remember right, his third attempt with the military, it was around uh, the 40s, 46 or 47 or something shortly after World War II. And uh, this is where, you know, he sent in, this was the, the first military one he did, not private. Um, bunch of airplanes, ships, vessels, and a, a lot of them did not return back. And it was, it was reports saying, you know, just failures of this and this, you know, but unconfirmed reports saying that it was, you know, they ran across UFOs. Um, not only did they run across some UFOs, but at other times he ran across one of the Nazi Bell UFOs. So they they oh. ran across actual, you know, UFOs with ever beings, and then they ran across a reverse engineered UFO the Nazis were using. And um, how about this, dude? Yeah, because you brought brought up the Rockefeller Island. Well, there's not a Rockefeller Island. There's a Rothschild Island. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That, Rothschild. No, 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 but wait. You're right. But wait, there's Rockefeller Plateau, which is actually in Antarctica. So both of those big families okay, okay. have shit down there. I admit originally wow, meant to say Rothschild. That's so cool. Isn't that so cool to know? Yeah, I admit to say. Dude, I, that's awesome. I didn't know the Rockefeller. I seriously, folks, I made to say Rothschild. You know how fucked up I get. In my brain dyslexical. No, but whatever. even but yeah. even that is like, why would two of the richest families in the world even care about that area? Oh yeah, oh yeah. You know, kind of things that make you go. Hmm. What? <laughs> oh yeah, it's hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not hip. <laughs> I am. I'm, I'm, I'm not hip either. Come on, you seriously? <laughs> I'm still adjusting the car doors that open and close by themselves. Okay. There's car doors that do that. Yeah. Vans, like minivans, you push a button and it opens by itself. Don't know, dude. Don't own a minivan. Dude, I, I first okay. Well, I first learned about this like in 2000, ten or eleven, I think. Uh-huh. Something like that. They'd uh-huh. already been out for years, and it, it fucks really? it, I it fucks me. I still, you know, want to pull the handle, and you can either push the button or just pull the handle just for a second, you know, and it'll finish the rest of the way. Uh-huh. And I, I, it doesn't matter what I, I always try to force it. It fucks it up, and it just yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I'm really bad with that. <laughs> There's some technology that I've learned. You know, on my own over the years, and there's some shit that I'm still struggling with. Car doors is one of them. (laughs) Car doors is difficult for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's uh. But yeah, um, so this this uh, not only did this particular uh, operation high jump, um, what the theories and the the conspiracy is. You know, not just the UFOs, but also that they found a uh, entrance into um, supposed, not necessarily the center of the Earth, but it goes down into the Earth. A a it, it, it's it's not a hollow Earth. It kind of is. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a core, but there is a you know hollow like there is like another world pretty much. And, and there, there's access to in the. In the uh, the Arctic, and there's access to an Antarctic. But uh, that this is like, and, and and 
it's wild. It's a wild theory. I never really looked into it. Um, I, I'm kind of curious of where this originated from, the whole Hollow Earth theory. Yeah, that's it's it's weird because now I had read something about I think it was it the Russians. It was somebody they drilled a fourteen point five kilometer hole down, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like supposedly to the center of the Earth, and they heard like screams and all this stuff. And before this was before the microphone melted. Yes, yes, I remember that because I think I. I... You know what? That's on one of my old computers that I that got wiped. I got a recording of that, and I, I loved it. It was awesome. It was creepy. Well, the thing is, though, like, oh. have you heard what a fire sounds like up close? Yes, yes. It's horrifying. Do you and know what? Uh, you know what? Shrimp of the land. You know what? And and, and or lobster when you're boiling lobster that. Well, do you know what uh, uh, in a water, as far as acoustics or underwater, should I say? What like teeming shrimp or biologic, uh, bio, biologics is what like sonar when they were in the here and they can hear a shrimp and shit like a whole just blank of them, whatever. You know what it sounds like when you listen to them? It sounds like you're frying something in a frying pan. That's what it sounds yeah. like. Um, there was something else, another animal, when there's like a whole bunch of animals. I forgot which one it was, but it sounds like people screaming like they're in a the pit of hell. It sounds well, just like lamb, hundreds of thousands and of sheep can sound just like people screaming. Yeah, I, when I lived in Maine, there was a, a farm like uh, less than an eighth, well, it was about an eighth of a mile. And I, every day, I'd hear that for those fucking lambs. They had like four, I think, three or four. Every day, they'd scream. Oh, you know, <laughs> it's it got oh. to the point you just kind of you just forgot about it. You know, you'd have to pay attention to hear them because you just you zone them out after a while. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, it, for the first like however many weeks, it was funny. Well, and then it got annoying. That... And then you just after it got annoying, you just tuned them out. I always felt weird when I was at the nurse's station and there's always, you know, you usually have one crazy patient that's just screaming constantly and you get used to it. Yeah. So you, you're all you're hearing is, ah, ah, <laughs> and then you got family members walking by and you just look up and smile and nod and go back to what you're doing. They're like, Oh my God, a cold blooded son of a bitch. You're like, no, I hear this like every day. <laughs> This ain't new. Yeah. (laughs) Been going on for a week. (laughs) Have a good one. (laughs) But God, yeah, they look at you like you got six dicks on your forehead. Like, Jesus Christ. It's it's kind of funny. Um, Let's see. What what do I have? Okay, so UFOs. Um, Here's the thing with this. I've, I've... my always belief is, as far as UFOs or aliens, you know, whatever, it's not from another, uh, I don't consider them, I would consider them intelligent beings because they are, you know, considerably smarter than us. But I believe yeah. they exist in two realms. I believe because angels, okay, this is what I believe. I believe they are angels. Do they reside in, in you know, somewhere in the universe? Yeah, I'm sure they do. You know, whether it's, 
magical physical places or in some different dimension or something to that form that i believe that the um there because there's so many different variants of uh uh ufos and you know most the aliens look alike because typically it's the grays is what people associate them with what i think the grays are is yes they're angels but more so the fallen angels you know demons or you know that that that's what i kind of fit them in because everything with the grays is it's a very uh ominous or you know worse um I do believe that there are the UFOs, like types, whatever, are actual angels there to protect us or whatnot. Uh, is there a war going on with them? Sure, whatever. Um, but do they exist? Yes, they've been there. There's documents of, you know, throughout history. You know, I mean, hell, you can see paintings, art sketches, or even like, you know, sketches on like rocks and shit, caverns. Dude, I've seen, I've seen paintings of dogs playing poker. Don't mean they actually fucking do. Now, you know I love you, but I'm going to come back at you with this. Okay. Well, I, I honestly, this is what I think aliens are. I honestly believe they are angels, whether fallen angels or, you know, demons or actual angels. Because people, when you think of an angel, you think of, oh, it looks like, you know, like a humanoid with wings. Bullshit. No. I mean, dude, you know what Cupid fucking looks like? <laughs> it's got, <laughs> it's horrifying, okay? What a, or a charitable, you know, supposed to Valentine's Day cupid, dude. It is scary as fuck. If you saw one, you would probably shit or piss yourself. I know I'm pro. I probably would. I'd probably get down in the fetal position and cry. But you know, it's straight fucking scary. You know, and they're. Uh, I I can see these angels as beings of light, or you know, or or something. Um, I have several. Instances while I have witnessed UFOs, uh, different kinds, different, you know, actions or whatever was going on. You've seen them. Yes. You have seen them. Yes, I have. Mm. Uh, Once when it was at, I think it was, was it Pomona Lake? Was Hillsdale Lake or Pomona? I think it was Pomona Lake in Kansas. And um, I was maybe nine eight or nine somewhere around there uh, i'd had an experience there that kind of fucked me up there were that one was my missing time one and i got in a lot of trouble my parents didn't believe me at all and it, it pissed me off um because what was supposed to be like 30 minutes i was gone for like two or three hours which was complete mm-hmm. horseshit because i had my watch on me and everything came back my watch is off you know and i'm getting yelled at i'm getting spanked i'm getting grounded and i'm like what the fuck we're supposed to be camping um, there's another one. I was in middle school. I had another incident there. It was from a home that I saw. Uh, one went out in Afghanistan, a couple, uh, out in Hawaii. Um, there's some few ones like it. Uh, you, uh, where the fuck was that? Uh, it wasn't in, it was, it was outside of Benning, Georgia. And it was, where it was, no military was around. I just different times I've seen different things, and I know that these things exist. You mm-hmm. know, whether it's like a full planet of a complete different civilization, I'm gonna say no on that. I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with the aliens. You know, I'm, I mean, sorry, I'm gonna stick with uh, 
I'm going to oh, stick with I, I Angels. I thought we were getting somewhere really good there. I was like, well, oh, here we go. <laughs> no, here's the thing. I'm sticking with Angels, whether it be good, bad, you know, whatever, demons, all that shit. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that platform. Because why would a, a, a society or a, a, a population so advanced be interested in us that are so dumb? dumb? Okay, I mean, it's to study us, okay, but study after so long. What, you know, like for us, we are only going to study like butterflies for so long before it's like, okay, you know, we got all this mapped out, whatever. What's next? Waiting for like a new breed of species. Well, there's no really mm-hmm. new species of human. We haven't had one in a long-ass time. You know, we've been the human species for, what, a Homo erectus? Uh, Homo sapien, whatever it is. It, 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 it just, I don't see why the attention would be for an entire world of advanced species to be coming here all the time. I see it they as don't. I see Why would they? It, I see it as it would be angels and demons. That's what I see it as. I see because I, they're they're want to get involved with this. Now here's the thing. When Why? I, Why would they care? Why we're ants, dude? Even if there was a war in heaven about how we were not worthy. Why would angels give a shit about us? There well, was going to be another a war. Small it's, group. Was I know. I, I dude. I've read the Bible. Yeah. But here's the thing, it, because, and, and here's the thing with that, it's because we're the favorite creation. We're God's favorite creation. You know, this is why, you know, in a book, a third of a third of the angels were like, you know, they were just, they're like, no, you know, we are more powerful. We are, you know, super intelligent, blah, blah, blah. We are greater beings. And they were cast away, you know, and later on, more defected. And that's where, you know, the defected comes after the casting away. And there's just all more into that. There's even going to be more battles that take place in the heavens down down the line as far as... And, and that comes with multiple religions that that's supposed to go. So it's not just the monotheistic ones such as your Christianity or Muslim or, or uh, uh, Judaism. But... Um, <clears throat> But here's the thing with this. Yeah, they it, it's a matter of corruption, power, and control, okay? You have the protectors. You have the good angels. And the bad angels, what? They basically want to... They want to control. They want to corrupt. They want to deceive. That's their thing. That's what they do. Terrorize. Fear. It's very easy for them. So once we start getting... Uh, uh, it was around... The, the Nazis were the first one to shoot down... UFOs, okay? So, you know, like I told you with that, with the whole the bell thing in Antarctica, we managed to get, uh, with the Roswell, there was two uh, UFOs. Um, there was the main one that crashed. It was on, you know, news and everything. Well, there was a second one. Uh, I forgot how many miles it was away. I think like 20 or 30 miles. I can't remember. But um, that one was actually, they managed to actually shoot that one down. And they actually recovered it, and they used it, and then they had the pieces with the gathered from the first UFO, and they were they were managed to reverse engineer and make you know a different variety of UFOs over the decades, and like I said, they're being you know angels or demons, you know, or as far as aliens go, um, there has been a work with them. Uh, as far as let's say a not necessarily a government entity, but a 
um, an offshoot of our government, like a black, uh, like not even really like a black ops type thing, more of like a, uh, beyond that, like a small number of people know about to where even government officials, presidents mm-hmm. are unaware of what's going on with us and, you know, reverse engineering and UFOs and, you know, we, we, they're basically what it's coming down to is this, is they're going to be a two alien invasions. Okay, you know, attacks that are met with the humans. The first one is actually going to be a fake one. It's going to be used with the reverse engineering aliens that, you know, or or, or UFOs that we have. And it's they're also using AI technology, using that to make uh, like alien robots or androids or whatever that type of thing. Oh, Lord have mercy. So, with... (laughs) So you have the government that's doing that or the entities outside the government that are doing that. They're going to create a false invasion. And shortly after that, you know, that's going to be where the new world order comes in. You know, the one the 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 one government earth worldwide, that's where that's all going to start taking place. Sometime after that is going to be the actual, you know, aliens, the real aliens coming in and God hell, who knows what's going to happen with that. But that's going to come a little bit later. There are the factions aliens, such as you have the demons, fallen angels, the duke are in cahoots with the outside government agencies, you know, with the reversing, with the UFOs, with the robotic AIs, you know, aliens that, you know. So there's a cooperation there. There's a lot of... um, there, there, it, this coincides with, um, like this whole thing, this whole new world order thing. It's it that's just like an offshoot. Like you have, for instance, MK Ultra. Part of that goes in line with you know the tests and everything they were doing with these aliens, the technology and everything. Um, all these several different things that they've done, experiments and shit. Like it, it it's like imagine a spider web, and you have. You have one line that goes out all the way to the end. Well, on that line, you have a bunch of offshoots. And each mm-hmm. individual offshoot has a bunch of offshoots. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at one big picture, okay, you're going to see that one big line. And then from that, you can see all these little, little ones. And these are little projects, little, you know, where your conspiracy stuff, all of your conspiracies, all that shit lines up with that particular, that one main thread. Okay, they all interconnect. So it's just like a huge clusterfuck of just different theories, different fucking, you know, whatever you want to call it, craziness, bullshit, or or like, are you fucking kidding me type stuff, you know, and a lot of that, they all coincide with the same long-term goal is a one-world government. You know, structure. And- so, so I'm I'm just gonna say this: we've gone from aliens to angels to now one world government. Yes, yes, because it all coincides. Like I said, there is oh, the big hey. picture, there is the end game, but all when he when I but but whose end game is this? It's well, the the Rothschilds are part of that. That's that's obvious. What do they have to do with angels, bro? Technology. It's power. They have power. It's what does thing. technology have to do with angels? Because, well, that's the thing. You have you fallen angels, demons, okay? 
You have the okay. bad angels, the good angels. The bad angels fall are, are demons, spirits, fucking, you know, fallen angels, that type of shit. Okay? So yeah. there's angels on both perspectives. And what I'm trying to say is this, is you have the good ones out there. You have the bad ones. What are the bad ones? They're in cahoots with the, the Rothschilds. Uh, the, the, so the guys angels pre- are in cahoots with the Rothschilds. Okay. I'm just putting one family as an example. Were you listening to what I said? Like these outside organizations. And it's just it's a yes, multiple. but it's you're putting them in cahoots with supernatural beings that yes. haven't even been proven Exactly. Exist. Supernatural and technology. They coincide with each other. How? I'm telling you, man. This is what this is what's kept. This is what's going on. It all dude, adds th- up. Th- this, this is how medieval people got freaked out when a dude had, you know, a machine that just kind of kept rolling back and forth, and it was only on a slight incline, and they were freaking out. <laughs> oh my god, it rolls uphill. He's a freaking magician. He's a warlock. Stone him to death. What the shit? Come on, bro. But I, I'm telling you, it's... it's uh, You're better than this. Well, I, yeah, I know. But I'm just telling you, like, I'm giving you a, a very simple, short generalization of what's... This is not simple, nor is it short. Okay, I'm, you know how it's hard for me to... Ex- okay, I'm trying to go off memory. If I had written this down, this would take me a good month just to fucking write this down to me better explain it with actual, you know, uh, resource references. It, yeah, I I, can I, I need to. I need to do that. I, I honestly, I need to do that. But it's oh, going to be a long project. God, but we have gone from it's aliens yeah. to it's angels to it's the Rothschilds working with angels. Like, man. Well, think of think of the main thread, and that the end goal is. You know, the, the before the end goal is the one world government. The end for, goal is for whom? Who who the is this people, a goal for? The bad people. What bad people? Well, okay, uh, the people that want to run the world, people that have power and who? money. Who? Who? Guess. G- give me a family I, name. I don't know the Joneses. Oh come They're on! Nice. You, you know who I'm talking family. about, dude. Seriously. Seriously, I mean, but like, serious as aside, that what I'm trying to I'm trying to explain here, you know, okay, Soros, George Soros, the fucking Rothschilds, you know, the fuck, I mean, come on, man, you, you know what I'm? You're, you're talking about Bohemian Grove kind of people. Yes, yes, and that coincides. Okay. It all coincides. I get that. Like, I understand is those people want to run the world. And that and is. We, the, we've talked about that. We, 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 yeah, me yeah. and you have gone in depth into these families oh, yeah. on how they they have their. And, and I'm gonna call them tentacles because that's what they are. They're mm-hmm. they're just they they they're almost like synapses in a human brain. They're just interwoven into everything. They're okay. in healthcare. They're in media. Exactly. They're in the conglomerates. Exactly, and that's a the thing. They those people those families you know and it it may okay. not be the current ones What's now. It could be their aliens, ancestors. Dude? Huh? What does that do for aliens? Because or what does that do for the angels that? Or the angels that you believe are actually aliens? Are okay. they pushing us the, towards let, the goal for them let's to use achieve their goals? Let's use instead of angels, we're let for those that are cahoots. We're going to use demons and fallen angels. Okay. So they're pushing us towards their end goal of how they want this world to be. Exactly, 
and okay. they could okay. only do things. Okay, is, that's, that's what yeah, I'm these to get families, with. these powerful families could only do so much. That is why they're working with these demons and fallen angels, because they have the technology and the power and, and the supernatural to back them up with technology to get to that end goal. And that's a thing. And like I said, these families have all these, like you said, tentacles. So like everything, all these different stuff, like uh, uh, um, these different operations, like you said, uh, uh, high jump, that was engineered. And that was, you know, the family, all these, there's just so much that, oh, how, how can you explain it? <sighs> Fuck, I'm, I'm trying to think here. Um they're all tentacles. They all match, and they all hit that main thread to the one world government, you know, power and control. It, it's it's it. They all it's all interwoven. It it all is, you know. Mm. So, mm. and are there good aliens? Oh yeah. Personally, I think some of the good ones would be the ones that, you know. And I I don't know this exactly, but from stuff I've read, some of the ones. But they're not good see, aliens. They're good angels, right? Well, they're angels. Yes, there are angels. As far as regular, you know, angels, whatever. Because you have, you know, I've told you about, we discussed the different classes, right? Yes, we have the okay. seraphim and all that stuff. And we, some we, of them we, I was able to give a description them. because there's plenty yes. of documentation to show it. Not just the Bible, but there's also other sources that I, they do mention, you know, descriptions what? of them. But there's a lot of yeah. other ones that there is no description of what they look like. My theory is those are the good UFOs, the good aliens, Okay. But the only thing what they're doing is they're trying to help protect us. Because they know in the long run, and the good guy in game, the bad guys lose. You know, that that's why the bad guys there, you know what, you know, hey, we're gonna use these humans. We're gonna make them think that they're gonna hit their end goal when it's gonna be our end goal. You know. It's like my they're it's I'm a listening. fucking huge web, man. It's just, it's all interconnected. It is all interconnected. Uh, think of a conspira government conspiracy. G give me a government conspiracy we haven't talked about. Or, yeah. We've today. talked about most of them. Well, give me one that we haven't talked about today. Give me one. Today. Like, MKUltra. Okay, MKUltra. Yes, that also, had, that goes along with the plan of the, the reason why MKUltra and that, and there's another one with it, I can't remember the name. That coincides with the us uh, re, um, creating our own UFOs and aliens using the verse technology that the demons and whatever gave, the, you know, the fallen angels gave. Okay, why? Now, why, why? Why? Hold on. Why was MK Ultra? It's because that they needed to test for you know whatever it was, so they would use those tactics on people. You know, it, but it, MK Ultra is about drug use yes. and how to get. So what? Ta so you're telling me aliens now introduce us to LSD? Uh, or or I'm, I'm sorry, not aliens, demons. That's no. This is what we use because the end, the the end goal is we want to be able to control people. We want to experiment on people, okay? Because down the road we're going to need when it comes to the the big the big move, okay? Later down that main thread, the big, the big move, which is going to, you know, that's when shit hits the fan and like, okay, that's, that hasn't hit yet. Why do they want to do studies and all these different types of drugs, all these different like hypnosis, all this different type of thing? Because it's control of the populace. They want to control the populace. They want to control, they want to present fear. 
okay? That you, 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 if you, if you can control the populace, you put the fear where you want it. You put the, you give them a think of a false sense of security. You give them, you know, it's, it's all about power but and control. How, how does that help the demons though? I don't. It doesn't necessarily have to help the demons. It's going to help. Then why the hell do you do it? Because it's going to help us. The demons just gave the tools. That's a thing. They pretty much like Why here. would demons want to help us if their goal is to show that we're not worthy of this world like God intended? Because this is what demons do. Have you not read at all? This is... This is what... <laughs> Dude, all you do is keep going back on what you said. We're not worthy of this. That's why there's a big oh, fight. I, 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 Dude, I, I'm just telling you, it's... You keep it's circling back on yourself. Because I, no, I... Okay, then... then Give me a new point me in a different direction because I'm I'm having difficulty I'd here. Gladly point you. Okay, thank you. Because I'm having a little trouble trying to Okay. So let's talk about we'll get into a whole oh, this is a subject you'll love. Domestic terrorism. Okay, okay. Right? Mm -hmm. A big topic of late, is it not? Yes, I uh matter of fact Especially with the supposed uh insurrection. Mm -hmm. And a coup d'etat yeah. that was uh, uh, done in this country, you know, where uh, the citizens stormed the Capitol and tried to stop the uh, Democratic vote mm -hmm. of the Electoral College into voting in the new president, okay. right? Well, we, we've gone over that. Let's just kind of skip that one for that particular thing for a moment. But focus, yes, no, on no, domestic no. terrorism. Is, yes. That, that's where I'm going. Okay. Domestic I, terrorism. Right? I don't want to talk so, about the election thing because that's done with and it's burnt. It's I'm oh, burnt yeah. out with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's all saying. burnt out. Okay. Uh, you. you know, you know the President Biden is our president and that's the way it is. Yes. Um, but I had uh, read a thing that somebody put on that they said the first act, the first act, let me put that down, of domestic terrorism was committed by two left-wing nutjobs, ladies, by the way, mm. who planted a bomb to blow up Republican senators. And I think this was in, like, 1983. Okay. All right? It wasn't the 70s? Uh, it, might, it may have been the 70s. It, it, I mean, yeah, it, it could have been 80s. You, I, you may be right. Yeah, I, I thought it was, like, 83. It might have been 73. Okay. I, I, I'm, I, I have trouble with dates. We I, we. People, I, the people know you, words. they get but the we're trying. Yeah, we're, we're trying. trying. Yeah. But uh, evidently, um, President Clinton, when he was in office, commuted their sentences and said, you've served your time, blah, blah, over with, right? Mm -hmm. And somebody posted this with a straight face saying that this was the first act of domestic terrorism. I would say in modern yeah, I kind of age. To myself. I, I would I say in modern know. age, maybe, but not no, the first. Now, thing. now, now, you're already stipulating and putting in things that they did not say. Hmm. They said the first act of domestic terrorism. Okay, no. Yeah. Because there was this little thing called the uh, what was it? What was it called? It it had a name. Oh, shit. Yeah, the Civil Fucking War. Oh, yeah. Oh, 
And there were countless acts of domestic terrorism. You know why? Because there was a whole area of the U.S. that did not want to be part of the United States anymore. Uh-huh. That and goes. shit happened during that. And those were the first acts, truly and really, of domestic terrorism. Pretty much. If you really? Have... I mean, be honest. And, and not only that, but you have these people who still fly the flag of insurrection, insurrectionist mm-hmm. and say, oh, no, 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 it's our history. No, it's not. That shit tore our country to pieces. Mm-hmm. And it has been, what, over 200 years and we still aren't whole. Oh, no, we're not at all. I mean, shit, it it was only, what, like 50 years ago, 50 or 60 years ago, when you had the fucking uh, 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 civil rights and everything, which was just so huge and everything, and we're still fucking, we still, that's still fucked, you know? We've come a long way, yeah, but... But to say that something that happened in 1983, 73, you know, we're in there, in that era is the first acts of domestic terrorism blows my fucking mind and it, it it lets me understand and truly believe where people are coming from and how they only see things from a certain perspective and yeah. this is why i stop arguing with people because right when they say something like that i'm like i'm done with you yeah well you understand Cause you, cause why have, i said uh why i said that modern why why i use the term yes exactly yeah and that's and that's why when you said modern i was like i knew exactly where you were going because there is a bunch like, of stuff, because, even yes. I mean, even between Absolutely. Civil War and the time with those ladies. As a matter of fact, I, I'm pretty sure there were some there were some involvements that went on prior to uh, uh, the Civil War. And I'm sure. I mean, if you, all we have, you know, I just say if I go back in history, you can find stuff and show it. I'm pretty sure there is. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's matter why. Fact, like, here's one to pin to pin shit like that. Specifically on a party. Hey, have you ever heard of Black Wall Street? I've heard of Black Friday, but Black Wall Street, it, it may be in there somewhere behind the, the bong resin and beer suds. You may have to jog it out of me. Okay, okay. I want you to think of, um, let's see here. See, I even closed my eyes because you're like, I need you to think of, and I, I was like, think okay. of. Oh, hold on, I, <laughs> dude, I have like so many like staple packs in front of me right now. It's 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 insane because stuff that I wanna, I wanna like this particular subject. I'm going to go in depth later, but uh, um, think of 2020, but way back in 2021. Okay, wait, I'm you sorry. mean this year? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're doing so good. Oh, I'm doing good. Oh, yeah. Think of Good back in, uh, way back in 1921. 1921, okay. In Oklahoma. Okay. The Tulsa, Oklahoma Race Massacre. Race Massacre. The Tulsa, Oklahoma Race Massacre. Yes. And there was a huge attempt to cover up. Okay, so what was it? It was a massacre. It was, okay, put it this way. Um, I wish I had, like, just a short highlight to... 
Okay, this one's got less pages. Here we go. Um, let's see here. Ah, a, uh, <clears throat> a gentleman, a uh, gentleman by the name of Dick Rowland, a 19-year-old black shoe shiner, was arrested for attempted sexual assault of a 17-year-old white elevator operator named Sarah Page. That was on May 31st of 1921. And with the resurgence of the Ku Klux Klan, which had an estimated 100,000 members in Oklahoma by the mid-20s, um, you know, the tension, you know, it's a little bit hot. And, okay, now just to sum up, you know, because I'm not, I'm going to close this because I, I seriously need to go through. There's a lot of notes for this one. Um, there was a fucking huge massacre. It was like, you know, hey, think of uh, what was uh, To Kill a Mockingbird. Think of that for an example. Okay. You know, uh, black man accused of something. Then later was shown it was he was uh, uh, it was wrong. But you know how the mob theory, the white, you know everything, the lynch mob, everything. That's kind of what this was, except they. Dude, don't don't tell me mob theory doesn't exist after January sixth. <laughs> I didn't say that. You're bringing you're bringing something totally different into what I'm, I'm going with. No, here. no, no, no. I'm just saying. You know, mob theory is true. Oh, it is exactly. Once, once that mentality, that mob mentality gets going, you know, do you think the whole lynching, the, the whole torches. fucking lynching thing? I mean, come on. Oh, absolutely. But the Tulsa race, the Tulsa race massacre. I mean, basically, you had because of this gentleman, he was accused of, you know, uh, shit. What was it again? Um, of attempted sexual assault, and later it comes to find out the truth was he actually tripped and fell on top of her. Yeah, but. The um, the ta- the whites in the town, it pretty much they just kind of it was a lynch mob. They start burning shit down, beating people to death. Yeah. Now, at the time, it was they tried to cover it up because, you know, the attackers were all white, and at that time, financially wise, they called uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and that little you know, part of that town that was considered the uh, black stock market. You businesses were th- black businesses were thriving, making money, doing great. It was probably oh, yeah. the richest at the time in the nineteen twenties. Was down. It was there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and his the books, history books, tried to erase it up. Um, they said that only it, it was to the point where. Let me see here. Um, wow, and I don't even have the piece of paper I wrote it on. I really, I should, <laughs> dude. I'm, you can hear the papers going, can't you? Um, yeah, I can actually. It's awesome. Fuck. Uh, okay. I'm just. I can't put numbers because I. I don't know them. But apparently, there was something like maybe anywhere there were less than a hundred people that were killed during this. And come to find out later, you know, you know, decades decades later that you know we're covering more bodies and stuff and come to find out there's an estimated 300 people that were murdered during that massacre not you know 30 or 80 or whatever i don't remember it's like 30 something or 80 something that they initially put out you know coming to find out later you know nowadays it's fucking wrong (laughs) there's an estimated 300 people murdered and 800 people injured during that whole thing uh but yeah, the, the Tulsa race massacre. Google that up, Dang. look it up. It's it's yeah. very interesting. Um, this is going to be a topic. Like I said, I'm, I've got one, two, three, four, 
five different packets that I printed out. Seven, nine, yeah. twelve. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it, domestic terrorism. It's nothing new. Yeah, it's not. It is not. It's not new. But the but it's been happening for over two centuries. <laughs> Or damn yeah. near two centuries. J- just man. in America. Just in America. Yeah. Yes, just in America. Absolutely. And, and just in America, because we are barely two centuries old, dude. Yeah, we're still a very young country. But yeah, uh, that article. I don't. Um, I would have to look into that one with it. With, with like you were saying, with someone, whatever it was at the beginning you were talking about. It, that, it being yes, the those first. Ladies. Yeah, complete yeah, horseshit. Yes, and you, that's what I'm saying, though, is, like, people see this shit on social media and Facebook and then repost it, and you're like, you haven't even given any thought to this. Yeah. Just because it fits whatever minuscule, minute narrative is running around inside your fucking canary brain doesn't mean you should post it. Oh, yeah. And trust me, there's shit I want to post every day that I'm like, you know, that's stupid. <laughs> oh, I do. I do. I don't care. But, I mean, you might not care, but I'm not going to post something that I know is blatantly wrong or a lie. Yeah. Well, uh, sometimes I'll do that just to cause a reaction from people. Hmm. But uh, a lot then of times... Then you're baiting, dude. All you're doing is baiting. Oh, yeah. Of course. Why? Because sometimes what? it's because there are particular people on my friends list, which, by the way, I am current. I, I am on a, now, a jail Facebook now, ban time or timeout right now. But you and I both like to argue just yeah, for fun. Yeah. Like I will start an argument about something I completely believe in and I will argue against it <laughs> just to start an argument with the motherfucker because I'm like, eh, I got nothing to do and it's Thursday. But it's fun arguing. And that's a thing. It is. It's not... And I find it more fun to argue from the point of that I don't agree with. Yeah. To the point of I do agree with. But uh, there, yeah, and there's I... a lot I catch, like, you know, and I, I've, uh, I, I don't do it as much nowadays, but when I catch something people put, um, and I'll go look it up, like, especially with something like a social media where someone, you know, they have... It kind of looks blurry, sort of. You're not sure if it's a real screenshot. So go find the actual post and it's not there. Or, you know, if you find something, you start looking up, you know, multiple resources come to find out it's false. There used to be a time where I would just like, hey, man, here, check these different links out. You know, come look look at this. I would message them about it. Nowadays, it's just like, that just takes too much time. You know, if I if I... Depending on what it is, I, I will start shit. Um, just because I'm in that mood to do that. But yeah. Like conspiracies. Huh. I, I, love, I love doing that. I, I absolutely Dude. love it. I, I've lost friends, okay? I have lost friends because my conspiracy shit, I, there's certain things that I know there's a lot of horse shit in, but yet... What? Like what? Example, flat Earth. Oh God! Yeah, oh, yeah. You know but, I can't stand. Oh, I know, I know. No, I can't stand that. But once in a so while, I, I would just be like, oh, "Hey, check this out." 
<laughs> and, and then it would be like comment after comment and people just being like, it'd either be like, are you fucking stupid? Or they would get like enraged and have like paragraphs explaining shit. Like I won't even, I'll, I'll read, uh, sometimes I'll read the whole paragraph and sometimes I'm like, okay, I think I've pissed enough people. I'm going to delete this post. Like, <laughs> just, honestly, <laughs> And you did you did believe flat Earth at one point, didn't I, you? I, not a hundred percent. No, I had my I had my reservations definitely, but there, there were a few compelling arguments, and it actually there was data to back it up. But that also the data doesn't uh, this doesn't doesn't uh, say no to a globe. You, you see what I'm trying to say? No. Okay, okay, all right. Just say, let's say, okay, let's say, okay, one plus, or two plus two is obviously four, okay? And let's say the globe is two plus, or, fuck, that's not a good analogy. Let me find another good, good analogy. Basically, there, there were, you know, and I can't go by memory, but I do remember there were a few arguments in favor of, um, the flat earth theory, but at the same time, they did not fully discredit the globe. You know, what we have currently, like the earth is a fucking globe or kind of like an egg. But yeah. Well, yeah, we're more like an egg or an oblong spheroid. But yeah, it, it, it didn't completely discredit. So, I mean, there was some validity. There was, you know, there was stuff like make you think like, well, okay, okay. I can see why there's so many people, but then again, there's so much shit people put out there to try and prove a flat Earth that is obviously horseshit. Like, like, and, and, my, and, my and favorite, that's what messes it up. My and, favorite meme, and I'm I don't know it by I don't know it by word, but it says something about like there are so many flat Earthers, whatever, around the globe. Yeah, and it, it, I. I wish I could. I wish I saved that. Oh, it's you know what I'm talking society. about. Society, we have members all around the globe. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 That is one of my favorite. That is by far my favorite flat Earth meme. It, it oh, is... absolutely! It's it's hysterical. <laughs> like I want to get a poster. Like if I had an office, and you know how people had those motivational ones, I would totally put that up. Because that's I tell you what. I tell you what cracks me up is like uh, what are they called the 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 breath the breathitarians breatharians the people who believe that you don't need water or food to survive you just need to breathe. The fuck. Like oh dude, I haven't heard of this I, one. Oh I swear to God, you need you need to get on YouTube and look this shit up. There are people who claim like I haven't eaten. Or drank anything for seven years. Like you lying asshole. (laughs) And I hope they're all just these massive trolls that are just milking the teat of dumbasses. (laughs) Okay, what? One of my favorite trolls, and I, I. the whole what was the spaghetti monster or the what was that particular what was that uh that this was I think during the nineties or early two thousands 
the spaghetti monster or the spaghetti. Uh, it's something where people wear like a spaghetti cauldron on their head. And they their deity was like some spaghetti monster or something. I don't remember what it was. I totally believe that that would happen. But it became an actual, they actually got it to be a recognized religion. I think it was during some time after 2000. Oh, the, 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 the strainer? The guys with the strainers on their heads? Yes, yes. Yes. And it literally became a record. All it was was a completely trolling. And it worked. Like, it, it, it's, it shows you how stupid we are. We, <laughs> we're just completely make something up that there's just no way anybody's going to believe it. And it actually becomes a recognized Fucking uh, 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 <laughs> religious. <laughs> just, oh man, why? Well, I'm telling you, I just, it, it's a troll. I and I, I love, I love it when so much troll so good that it becomes an actual thing. That 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 it, the beliefs, the faith, the faith. Yeah, it is. That's what this breathitarian has to be. It's got to be. They're fucking trolls. I, it's gotta be. Yeah. It, it absolutely. I just can't imagine someone, because even like one, and the guy is a famous flat earther. Like he's been on that. Uh, what is it, Simon Dan, uh, podcast? Uh, are you talking and, about um, Rob Skeeter? I I don't know his name. He's okay. a, a very good looking, maybe like forty-ish year old black guy. Okay. Uh, and and he was like, I don't even think twenty four hours into this breathitarian thing, and he's like, oh yeah, I'm pretty hungry, and uh, <laughs> dude, you're failing. Yeah. <laughs> but anyone who thinks like you can go more than seven days without water, you are a moron. We we have people that are that fucking dumb. I, I just don't get that. It's just like in Portland right now. The fucking, they're just severe snow and ice storms, like power outages. And I was watching this morning, uh, while I was drinking my coffee, I was watching some videos. And first it started off seeing the really cool ones where, like, this one guy, he, he, would, he, would pan, he was panned out a little bit watching uh, the, the giant... What, there's a name for this, and I wish I could. It's like a plasma something, but basically, this electrical fireball that was following the 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 uh, power lines, and it would cross over one power that the stump the pole continued down the line to the next one, and th then like another one would appear and following start following after it, and it was just cool as shit. There was another one that it um one of those like power, it started a fire and burned a car. But it's just all over. There were videos of just this, this, this. I just, I thought it was cool. Like power lines going fucking crazy. All right, cool. Oh, shit. People actually have no fucking heat and they're dying. Okay. This sucks. Right. You know what I mean? But then I start seeing like, you know, videos in Portland where, you know, everything is going to shit. And you have fucking Antifa and these people, these fucking college kids that are throwing fucking snowballs and trash and rocks at fucking cops. You know, and it's like, yeah, why? <laughs> Shit's already gone to fucking hell. Like, nobody's got fucking power. You know, people are freezing. They're dying. You know, shit's not open. So 
it ain't gonna be long before you get fucking, you know, uh, before everybody goes to full Katrina. Um, well, what's what's the term? Like nine meals, and I think you mentioned this before. Nine meals from, or nine days from food, or fuck, what was it? Nine meals from free. Fuck, there's a term. What was this called? I erased it. Obviously, great. I needed that link. Um, there's basically a term within a short time period between when, you know, nothing, there's no food stores are open or nothing, you know, whatever type of power out, you have so much time period before all hell breaks loose. And it's like, it's, there's nine meals or nine days, I think it's nine meals, but there's, there's something to that phrase I cannot remember. I literally was just reading this a week ago, but, um. But yeah, it's it's what the fuck? Why 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 are they doing this? You know, people are fucking freezing, and in their home they're freezing, and these guys are out throwing fucking trash and shit at uh, cops because, you know, and one of them he's sitting there, and the cops stopped his car, got out, and he's standing in the middle of the street. Nobody else is driving because it's iced up. And there's a crowd in there with phones, and like one of them's like, and he's in his street. He's like, "Why are you in the street?" To the cop. The cop's looking at him, just got his hands in his pocket, like, why are you in the street? And it's just, it's, the conversation, it's just like this kid is just, you, you would think that this guy never went to school, you know? Yeah. Completely ignorant, just. But as I start watching while hearing like, what these people are saying, it's like, they're fucking retarded. Yes. It's just, why? Why are we, oh. Wow, we really got off the rail on that one. <laughs> which yeah. turn? Which turn was it? I don't. I have no idea where. Oh yeah, we, breath, went. we were talking about the breath, the the spaghetti Bre- people, the breathitarians, yeah, the, yeah, the uh, the uh, trolling, and yes. then we got into the whole Portland. But dude, it's not just Portland, man. Fuck Texas too. Texas is. Uh, <laughs> it's. <laughs> oh my meme. god, dude! Texas the beam. Right now. You put a beam up today. Oh, which one? I, I couldn't like oh, it or comment because I like one. said I'm, I'm on yeah. a band. We're going to secede. Oh, can we get some of that federal funding, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I think, what was it? I think as of like last night or something, like 10 people had already died from just from the cold from the, probably more. You know, and it's, it's awful, but. Yeah. And I know everyone there doesn't have the same mindset. It's a very large state. Yeah. It's a very open state. Like, you know, and I grew up in the West, in Arizona, where, I mean, gun laws were basically, yeah. I mean, and you didn't want government regulation. That's why people went out there and, and, and stuff like that. But, like, I feel awful for the people in those areas. Really awful for them. Mm-hmm. But... Hey, man, the president right now actually already signed a bill to send aid to that area, even though they don't freaking like them. Like, he's like, yeah, man, we got to help these people. These are Americans. And that's what a president should do. Yeah. And I think same thing in uh, uh, Oregon. I think they, they put in, uh, I think. Yeah, I have uh, uh, one of my friends who lives in Oregon. They were without power for two days. And, uh, you know, I talked to her and, and it, she was a linguist in the Navy. And she was just telling me all these horrible things, and you know they're finally getting some help, mm-hmm. and that's a great thing. 
Like, you know, finally we're helping each other. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe we're making a difference. Maybe we're getting closer to where we need to be. I would hope. I, I, I hope so. We can't get any farther apart. If we get any farther apart, it is civil war. Yeah. Honestly. If we get any more separated from each other. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, uh, my mom lives in Mexico. You know that. Yes. And uh, there's been news reports of, like, surges at, at, the, at the Mexican border. Yes. And, and we had a small discussion about this. And, and she was like, wow, that's so shocking. I said, why is that shocking? I said, you finally have someone in power who, like, you may not be completely separated from your entire family for the rest of your life and someone might not die. Like, absolutely. Yeah, I w- if, if it were me in that situation, I'd be running for the border right now with yeah. my child. Trying to get them there. Because now I know it's going to be a more sympathetic government. We just caught, uh, I forgot the number. Maybe, I think it was around two dozen Iranians. Like, Mm -hmm. the bad kind, you know. Not not just, not Iranians, but like, Iranian terrorists that came through, you know, that were trying to get through the border. Yeah. Which border? Mexico. Okay, yeah. Because there is there is now, there is a lot now, of going should, on. Should should border security be lessened? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely not. But the amount of screenings, the amount of people you have doing visas and actually talking to these people and stuff, should that be increased? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where do you pull that money from? Yeah, it, it's uh. Because ninety-five trillion, or what was it, ninety? No, not ninety-five trillion. That's ridiculous. I'll say ninety-five billion because that's so not that's as ridiculous, but mildly less. Yeah, uh, was pulled from other places to help build the wall. Mm-hmm. So why wouldn't you put that into manpower to help actually get people legally into this country to help? Every every argument I hear from people about illegal immigrants is, well, I know I'm an immigrant, and and you are. We worked hard to get here. It seems like every shout is, well, I just don't want new immigrants. Exactly, that's what it is, really. That's what people are saying. I'm all Why? for new immigration, Why? but the thing is, I mean, you come through, dude. dude they, we, they had a we had a great process during the 1900s. You know, you know the old black and white pictures with. You know, the yes, Statue of Liberty and everything. That's a different time we're talking about yeah. now. Where it was people sailing into a couple only major ports, mm-hmm. but now you have people coming in all over the country through Canada. Mm-hmm. You have the East Coast, the West Coast, the South, and through Mexico. I mean, you know, fucking rafts from Cuba. Mm-hmm. We got people coming in everywhere. Yeah. And so why not instead of beefing up security but we do need security and I'm mm-hmm. not going to say we don't I have stepped across the border from Arizona to Mexico literally by hopping over a fence mm-hmm. I did it as a teenager just to go and get drunk <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not going to bitch a whole lot the illegal things we we did, yeah. The, absolutely. Yeah, we, but, 
you know, yes, but we need more people down there to help. And, and it almost sounds awful because I hate bureaucracy. I yeah. hate paperwork. I hate that bullshit. But that you need to do that. You need to funnel in that those kind of people to help streamline that shit. Mm-hmm. And say, yes, okay, yes, you can come through. Yes, okay, you can come through. And, I mean, quick, accurate background checks. There needs to be, you know, international communication with law enforcement agencies so we know who is a criminal, who is not. Mm -hmm. I mean, they do that going into Australia. If you and I... We do actually have a pretty good uh, communication with Mexico. We We do have a pretty good one with their law enforcement. Is it the best, though? Uh, Is it? And not only Mexico, though, but I'm talking other countries. Well, well, I'm put talking it this about way. people have, coming up from have Ecuador, you, Paraguay, Uruguay. Have you Belize, been to Mexico Bolivia, other places? Colombia. Have you been to Mexico? I've been to, my mom lives in Mexico. I've been to Mexico. Well, no. Where Have you been where you were able to bribe a cop or, you know, someone something from getting out of trouble? I did that in so, Canada. Yeah. Huh? I did it in Canada. Oh, yeah. I was underage drinking in Canada. Did you know it's legal to cop- have sex with a stripper in Canada? No, but now I want to go back to Canada. <laughs> okay. <laughs> with a lot of ones. <laughs> um, so yeah. Uh, but no, I'm just saying, like I, I we need we need extra we need extra in other areas. Mm-hmm. We need more of the front line, like the paper workers, we need more communication between police agencies. If you, uh, as I was saying before you interrupted me, if you and I were to go into, say, Australia, mm-hmm. and they stopped us, they'd be like, why are you here? Well, we're, we're just here to vacation. How long are you here? Just two weeks. Mm-hmm. Where are you staying? This much. They can actually get into your bank account legally and see how much money you have to see if you're only staying for that amount of time, if you're not there to earn more money, if you're not there to work, they can search your shit. And if they think you are there to work, they can send you back. Mm. And I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I'm a Democrat, dude. I am a Democrat. And I think that is fantastic. Canada does it too. So does England. I think that shit is great. And you should because you're taking away from English workers. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are coming here, not with a defined job, not saying I already have a job, I'm coming here to work, and this is what I have, and I'm I've already have my visa to work, and I'm then after that I'm going to apply for citizenship while I'm here, dude. That is the way you should do it. Oh yeah, there is such a line to get into this country too, and and the system is broken because it's been so broke. There's so it it went from we used to have a streamline, but. I'm talking, excuse me, decades and decades ago. And we had a system. Maybe up to the 50s. Maybe. Yeah. But, but I'll, give you, I'll give you max up to the 50s. Decades, you know, plural, like more than one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but yeah, Half we had century. a good system, but it was just a matter of, you know, times changing methods and then new rules, new stipulations, and it, to the point to where it just completely... It's like well, that, it's like someone take but the shipping out of jobs too. Yeah, yeah. It, like it, we have no more manufacturing jobs here. We we child labor, you know. That's that's no, that's overseas, dude. We well, no, no, that no. Overseas. that's what I'm trying to. I, I didn't finish, people. but child labor, we have that. that's overseas. 
majority yeah. of what we have comes overseas from child labor. Call centers. Call centers. Yeah. I mean, manu- any manu- any manufacturing job, anything that makes anything, is overseas now. Yeah, the, what, what would you consider the last decade that we were really self-sufficient in the industry world? Would you say the 50s? Nah. 60s? <clears throat> nah, I'd give it uh, the 60s for the whole last decade. Because in the 70s is when we started selling off our tech to the Japanese and the Germans. Especially with like General Electric yeah, and stuff like that. And every, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. They, they sold off sense. a lot of tech but, during that time. And actually, I have I don't have first-person knowledge, but what I consider kind of first-person knowledge, because my dad worked at a big General Electric up in New York. Yeah. And he actually did tours with the Japanese and the Germans and in in showing them what we did and how we manufactured and and the plants we had. And my grandfather worked in, in that foundry where my dad was giving tours to the people that would eventually end up taking our jobs because they could do it quicker, cheaper, and better. Yeah. the uh, uh, I mean, hell, right now, China is buying shitloaded stock in all these different automotive companies. Oh, yeah. They were just doing... There was a huge buy just, uh, I think it was last month, either either in December or January. I don't remember. But, hey, let's let's take a quick, uh, take a quick break. I need a smoke. Okay. And grab a new beer. Well, folks, we'll, right, be, we'll be right back. Un momento. Hey, we, we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, we have returned. Back in the saddle again. I'm doing my air guitar. God, I can't sing. Well, every time I do air guitar, I use my penis as the whammy bar. And that's <laughs> why I only do 80 songs in karaoke. Exactly. <laughs> And that is exactly why I'm not allowed in karaoke bars. <laughs> it's made me wildly unpopular at New Year's Eve parties. <laughs> oh my god. I haven't been to a New Year's Eve party in a long time. I can honestly tell you the last New Year's Eve party I was at, I ruined. Hmm. Hmm. What'd you do? Uh... So, I had imbibed a few alcoholic beverages prior. I was given a few alcoholic beverages during, one of which I had an allergic reaction to. Oh. I actually, like, yeah, dude, I broke out in hives, like, all over my face. And I was bright red, no covered, in hi- covered in hives. <laughs> and someone had the audacity to say, hey, Gary, I think something's wrong with you. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Yes. What? Okay, if you're going to walk 20 feet away and whisper, I can't hear you, dude. I'm deaf. You know daddy's deaf. Come here. Come here. Say, oh, take, take say care hi, hi, Gary. Hi. Hey, buddy. Here, here. Hold on. Can you hear now? Yeah. Say hi. Hey, buddy. Did you hear him? Yeah. Oh, hello. What's up, dude? This. So I can get the VR. Oh, okay. Yeah, go play the VR. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. So. so, so anyway, I broke out in these like hives. <laughs> I was bright red, 
and my poor wife is very concerned, of course. And I was like, what are you talking about? And so I'm in that stage of drunk where, like, leave me the fuck alone. Oh, yeah. And I got mad, and, you know, I I was my usual rude, mean self. And I I, I ended up, I was like, just leave me alone. And I laid down on the couch and went to sleep. I slept through midnight. Woke up about four that morning. My wife and her friends were, of course, in the kitchen. I walked in, gave my wife a kiss, and I said, Happy New Year. I love you, baby. And I went to bed, and I got up that next morning. Eh, 7.30. Started drinking again. <laughs> and everybody else woke up. Eventually. <laughs> By that time, I was nicely lubricated. And they were like, You were such an asshole. I was like, I don't even remember that shit. Yeah, but I felt bad. I I I felt bad, but it was our last New Year's Eve, and I feel awful. So I have I have been bound and determined to make this next New Year's Eve. I want to make it spectacular. Well, what what liquor alcohol was it that you? I do not know. Uh, They brought over a bunch of fresh fruits and stuff, and made like these a couple of fruity drinks. So I don't know if it was uh, a mixture of that, but. Uh, that's what it was. Thing. That's what it was. It it the fruity well, drinks. It, uh, it created uh, a, nope, a nope, it's stop, your, stop, the manliness. Okay. Right. I'm a new to bitter. I had some Jamesons uh, about three weeks later. Hmm. Just a couple shots. Boom, boom. Like two shots of Jamesons, and I had the same thing happen. I I got very red. I didn't break out in hives that time, but very red hands got red like like i looked like that chick uh violet you're turning violet violet <laughs> like, from Willy wonka and i was like oh shit i'm allergic to jameson's that's crazy you know and i, I i've heard I of that shit drank before myself allergic to jameson's yeah i i've heard of stuff like that um like for me tequila it, that's mine mm-hmm. um and it's not not that you know I, me getting completely trash drunk and vomiting because I drank too much. No, like actual, you know, it actually will make me sick within like the well, first shot or even two shots. It doesn't. I have learned that gin, even a little gin. I mean, I can have two gin and tonics in between three beers. Hmm. I will black out if I drink gin. I like. I actually like gin and tonic. And I love good, gin. It's a good uh, summertime drink. It it's fa- my favorite. Like the English gins. Uh, mm. uh, one of Tyler's friends. Uh, her um, her daughter's dad is from England, and of course the English love their gin. Yeah. And they give her all these, like, unique signature gin flavors. Oh, my God. I used to... Uh, uh, oh, my God. That, I, that's we, something I'd have to try. Is, I, I've never I had a true, true top shelf. Oh, my... Dude, they sent... Uh, she gave us a bottle that is... It's, what, 34 pounds? So that's an, an $80 bottle of gin. Wow. And it was so spectacular. Like, I literally poured just a little bit over ice. Like, what would you call it? Uh, three fingers yeah, yeah. over ice, like a jigger. Yeah. 
I think an ounce and a half or whatever they call it, or two Some, ounces. Something like that, but right, right, yeah. yeah, I got you. I know what you mean. Yeah, but I pour that over ice, and I could literally sit there and sip that. Mm-hmm. And not a taste other than this cool, sweet liquid. No alcohol, no nothing. It was so beautiful. Mm. It, it's like a good whiskey should be. Like, you should get a smoky kind of you know you should get the flavors not the alcohol yeah yeah you know but you know you, you drink jack daniels or fucking jimmy all you get the alcohol and, and and that's the thing like what gets me is everybody loves the 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 big names you know jim jack uh fucking jose yeah it, it's like i, I would go you... out and i would try to there's a really cheap bourbon it's it's I forgot what which one it is. Knob Creek. It's, it, no, no, I don't like Knob Creek. No, <laughs> it's, it's worse. It's it worse than Knob Creek. It's, it's like uh, Earl or Evans or Earl. Some, I don't. I don't remember what it is. Evan. Evan. Oh, dude, I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah, it comes in jugs. It comes it, in plastic jugs. It's, it's like, yeah, I, I will get sick every time, and it doesn't matter if you know if I have. You know, three or four shots, which you know, typically, like for like now, I can drink more hard liquor than I can beer. Back in the day, I could drink more, you know, beer than I could hard liquor. It just kind of, you know, the, the alcohol, the, it just changes our bodies. It, yeah, it, we're always changing. It just sometimes, yeah. over time, it, it just I, I, I don't know. I like even my taste buds, for instance, have changed. Like I used, I could oh, not absolutely. stand IPAs for the longest time. And then mm-hmm. I could I got hooked on uh, uh, VB or Victoria Bitter, and once I got hooked on VB, you Australian know, Australian beer there. Yeah, and then from there I went through like a couple other beers until I hit my IPAs. Oh, and I think I forgot what the first IPA I, that I had that I truly loved, but it it changed. I actually have a taste for IPAs. And well, you gave me my taste for IPAs. You recommended beers to me that yeah. I would never have drank because I'm a lager guy. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm a straight up pub lager stouts. I like dark beers. Mm-hmm. But if you hadn't have said you need to try this, I used to I would when I was a teenager. It. Malt was mine. The malt was my baby. And you know what the malt liquor? You know you know what the malts mm-hmm. are? Mad Dog Twenty Twenty. Oh, fucking yeah. Steel Reserve. You know fucking uh, Dude, uh, King King's Cobra. Co- yeah. Yep, Night Train. Oh yeah. Oh god, oh. Night Night Train was the worst. <laughs> Dude, if you want to throw up, you brought a bottle of Night or Train. Or shit yourself. One of the two. Yes. Throw oh. up or shit yourself. Night I Train still was can, it. I can actually taste that in my nose from vomiting Night oh. Train. Like in the middle of the desert. Just spraying it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, this oh. uh, God. But yeah, like my my my, I I love trying. I like trying new beers, especially like if I'm at a, uh, um, you know, guys like they like to make fun of the crap brews, the crap ones. No, but I mean no, honestly, no. that's where you, you really well. A lot of guys and that I, claim they're alphas, it's because they're they're more likely uh, to more bitties than anything. But guys that think they're alphas and they're like the the macho the the dudes that are douchebags, you know, a lot of them. Kind of guys who wear muscle shirts in the gym. Uh, not just that, <laughs> but a lot of our veteran guys around our age, 
and a little bit younger are that same type that I'm talking about. Um, <clears throat> they they want to live their life, and other people they want to live like other people. I don't know what I'm you know. Anyways, you know they they always want to talk shit about uh, uh, crap beer because that's what the millennials or the whatever you want to call it. But no, nah, man, I mean crap beer has been around for a long time, and that especially oh, yeah. if you if you make your own liquor, beer, or whatever. That's the craft world. That is your thing. That's where you truly get, you know, your your specific taste, your blends of, you know, the different ingredients and the liquor or the alcohol, you know, percentages and the IBU levels. It's it's all about finding your niche, your your you know, where the thing you're comfortable. Is, people have been fit. making their own beer forever. Yeah. Like, and for me, if like, someone gives I'm me a, a Bud Light or a Budweiser, I just, to me, it's disgusting. Like, I oh, actually think it's, it's disgusting. It's, well, it's a Pilsner. It's yeah. lightweight beer meant to be drank all day, almost like a water. Mm-hmm. It's a Pilsner. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. That's what those beers are. And, like, so, okay, so let me tell you, I started this book series. And it's by this author called Ellie Alexander. The first book in the series is called Death on Tap. And it actually takes place in a community, dude, that does microbrewing. Not only microbrewing, but like German microbrewing. Like they make intense IPAs. Uh, what are they called? Like Cassidians. Like the CSAs, like 10% alcohol beers, you know, I mean, heavy, heavy stuff. Yeah. And it's murder mysteries in this community. Awesome. Yeah. You need to check it out. Huh. Send it to me. Send me the... I will. I'll send you a link. I will send you a link. But yeah, man, you need to check that stuff out. But, you know, when... You start learning to appreciate the different styles of beers. The Pilsners, the Lagers, the Stouts. the and, and know what each of them should have and enjoy that for what those are. Like, I can enjoy a Bud Light because I know what it is. Yeah. It's a watered-down-ass Pilsner. Or a, or a Sessence. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it's a very light beer that you could drink all day. Yeah. But I can also grab, you know, a heavy duty stout that's, you know, a seven or eight percent. And like, if I have two of these, I'm probably going to need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love stouts. I, like, I, I uh, stouts it was a huge thing for me. I used to just like. Uh, stouts and I forgot what the other one what it was, but basically like the dark beers. I used to love dark, you know, not really strong, but dark, thick beers. And I, oh, yeah. I it got to a point, and I, I think it was around the time I started using it on my steak, and uh, I, I just kind of got out of it. I don't, I don't know why. There was really no reason. I just, I just moved to a different beer and see it. That is a that is a dream I have. If if Tyler ever happened to listen to this, if she would get me like a kegerator of Guinness to where I actually had a tap, yeah, where I could pour myself real true Guinness, 
Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, I, I'd never buy beer again. That's all I'd get. I couldn't drink just a lot of Guinness because it's just too thick. Oh. Like, it literally, if, if... Dude, it's like a loaf of bread in a glass. It is. If I've eaten a meal and someone gives me a Guinness, I'd be like, man, I can't. Give me, like, an hour or two. There's just no way. So... Because <laughs> that's a meal. I mean, it, it's a straight-up fucking meal, man. I, I left Diego Garcia. I think I weighed, like, 140 pounds leaving there. Which, all you do on DG is work out anyway. Yeah. But I drank a lot. So I weighed, like, 140. When I got to Spain, I hooked up with one of my friends, Jeff Bolte. And he was a regular at O'Grady's Irish Pub. Mm-hmm. Which anyone who's ever been to Rota, Spain, knows O'Grady's, knows Pat. You've been there, you know it. Mm-hmm. So he took me there, and I became a regular. So I started going every night, like literally waiting outside until they opened and drinking until they closed Guinness. Mm-hmm. I went from 140 pounds to 196. Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, and that was before my first deployment. Like, that's how much weight I gained. I gained, like, 50 pounds in beer weight. That's a lot, man. And, and then on my first deployment, after running six miles every day, I dropped back down to about 139 of just cut lean muscle. Yeah, that's... God damn. That's how much Guinness I drank. <laughs> You for uh, for a while when we were living at the barracks, you were drinking a lot of the uh, uh, Corona. Yeah, well, that was yeah, that was my Corona phase. I was big into the uh, the very light Corona beers. You I know, really flavorful. That. I, I I I tried a Corona well, I, and I couldn't I, get into it. Same with I Heineken. I can't stand them now. I can't stand them now, and I can't stand Heineken. Yep. I I could not drink a Corona now if you paid me. Hmm. I'd rather have a water. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, if you were to give me a Guinness, I'd drink that Guinness like a motherfucker. <laughs> you know, you go through phases in your beers. Yeah. And even, like, I'll do it in the day. Like, even during as my day goes, because I have, a, a, like, a different supply of beer usually. Like, I always have Yangling, because it's kind of my go-to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like my early afternoon. If I finish mowing the grass, I'll have a Yangling. Yeah. It's a uh, nice, it's a nice light. It's a refreshing. Yeah. It's but, actually in here, and uh, as far as like health benefits with with alcohol, you know, because there's different things with there's differences between beers, wines, and, and liquors, you know, mm-hmm. and it's alcohol should be a staple in our diet. It should be like it's it's healthy for you to have you know what lunchtime to have a beer, okay, one beer, one beer, okay. And like for me, that's it's that one beer is like, no, oh, you know what? I haven't kind of quite buzzed. I'm gonna have another one. Starting to slowly feel a buzz, you know, because it's not no yingling. This is like fucking nine or ten percent beer. So it's like okay, and I keep drinking by three o'clock. I'm like, I'm gonna take a nap because I'm starting to get fucked up. <laughs> you know, you know what I mean? It's it's like no one beer, you know, a nice cool refreshing beer for like around the lunchtime or something, or maybe around like two or three. And then you can have like um, two or three at nighttime between between dinner and bed. 
not right after dinner, but a little, but some a, a period after you've eaten where you've, some has been able to digest. From that point until we go into bed, two or three beers, and it's actually very healthy. It's like a, a glass or two of wine. You know, you get a couple of glasses of wine every oh, yeah. night. It's actually very healthy, um, and like shots, like liquor shots. It's just, I think it's like uh, three shots, three or four shots, I think, or something like that. But I mean, it's it's you'll find you read you'll find different things on it. It's like nobody agrees on it. But you know, from what I've seen, if I actually followed those those uh, numbers, you know, with whatever particular alcohol it is, I actually find mm-hmm. myself being in the best like shape wise. But you know, like now, I I drink like about you know between four to me, six. You know, can I ask you a question? Okay, go ahead. If you and I were to go to a cocktail bar, not a beer bar, they have no beer. Okay, merely a cocktail bar. What cocktail would you order? Okay, is this uh, winter time or is this uh, you know when it's hot? There's a difference we'll go, for me. We'll go for spring, spring to summer. Okay, um, I would go with uh, uh, gin and tonic or vodka tonic. Mmm. The clear, I keep mm. with the clear liquors. Yeah. During the summertime, but actually. And this is I used to do. Good choice. That's a good I choice. used to do clear liquors in the summer, you know, the spring, the summer, and then the fall and the winter. I would do the darker liquors, but I don't drink dark liquors anymore. I quit doing that a long time ago. Oh. Okay. I only stick with clear liquor if I drink it, and it's to you know, well, I mean, there's some rums that are clear, but I I stick with either vodka yeah, or but... yeah, but I stick with vodka or gin. Those are uh, my typical, but rarely ever do i you know do it do that because right i mean right now you, you know what Dude, honest to god i'd have thought of you as a martini man you know what i've had maybe or an old-fashioned like somewhere in there like you know like a classic well, drink no, that's the thing old fashions i used to but the thing is like i said i quit drinking uh colored liquors i only drink clear liquors if i drink a uh, liquor so um <clears throat> gotcha but the thing with with, with uh, uh, like you know what I drink now. It's my I'm, I'm big on my Imperial IPAs. Yeah, yeah. you're and, big on an IPA. And as far as wine, I, I I like a red wine. You know, depending on oh. what I feel like. Typically, my middle of the road is a Pinot Noir. That's about oh. my middle of the road. Dude, I got one last week. Uh, I got the 19 Crimes. Hmm. Uh, Pinot Noir. Oh, dude. I'm telling you, pop that cork. You let that bad boy breathe. That whole bottle of wine, just let it breathe for about 45 minutes. Mm. Okay. And you will be able to drink that entire bottle of wine. You know what? There's that a thing. It's so good. There's a wine I tried about a month ago. We have a couple of bottles. Hey, give, give me about 10 seconds. I'm going to grab it. Grab it. Okay, are you there? Yeah. All right. Now, this isn't a... Oh, guess. Let me get my light here. It's starting to get dusk. I'm going to be able to read this. I'm blind. Um, This isn't a Pinot Noir. Um, 
and I, it was the first time I've ever had this. The bottle's nice. It's got a nice big fat bottom and a really long skinny neck. Um, let's see here. Michael David put petite petite or something. Fuck. It, it, uh, uh, P-E-T-I-T-E. And then P-E-T-I-T. A Michael David joint. It's got like a little drawings of like a, 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 petite a circus. Petite? Something like that, yeah. Petite Petty? Something, I don't know. I, I can't. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it's about 14.5% uh, ABV. It is... Uh, this is 19... Or 2018. Um... Fuck. There's really not much information on this. I'll have, I would have to Google it. But this this particular Google. wine is is it delicious. It surprised me. You know, it is once in a while I'll find you know I'll try different wines that, and this one was just amazing. I I, I love it. The bottle itself mm-hmm. was cool. I'm gonna keep the bottle because um, typically you know most most uh, wine bottles you'll see it's got. You know, the fatness, it goes all the way up until, like, the top. And then this is just fat on the bottom and then a really long neck. Um, kind of reminds me of, like, some of the classic uh, uh, bottles. But uh, I'm going to have to look this up. I don't fucking know. I don't even know what kind of fucking... Uh, let me type this in. What, what is it? P-E-T-I-T... E. Petit. Petit. Base. P. E. T. I. T. Ah, okay. All right. Um, Michael David Petit. 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 What the fuck? I can't. I really wish there was like a pronunciation thing here. Sorry. Because <laughs> I'm fucking this all up. Um, so, California. Ooh. Red wine. The. Titsura, I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm learning shit here. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not like a huge wine wine person. I like wines. Try different yeah. wines. But this particular one is it, very delicious. Uh, I'm going to just... Yeah. I'm just going to see. It takes a, no, it takes a lot for me to enjoy a wine. Like to really sit back and be like, God. That's good. My That's favorite wines were um, brewed. Uh, whoops, I just sent that to the wrong person. Here, let me send this to you. This way you can see what I'm talking about. Um, there we go. Okay, you see it? Yeah, now yeah. we're cooking with peanut oil. I mean, it just looks like a really cool bottle. So I'm saving oh, yeah. the bottles. Um, oh, yeah. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to get a glass cutter. I'm going to cut the bottom and use it for I don't know what, to be honest with you. Yeah, I like that. Mm. But it's That's the, not expensive at all. It's a $13 bottle of wine. Yeah, That's nice. it, 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 it tastes really good. Yeah, That's it really. 14% alcohol. I mean, that that's more than my beers, and it, and it goes down really smooth. You know, it's not too tart. You know, it's not too sweet. It's It's... Cause that's typically well, two well, like, really angry elephants on it. Yeah, that. Well, What's up with that? I, I don't know. There's a strong man to the left, and then the bearded woman, and then you got a monkey, 
Interesting. So it's all it's it's all about just being weird. <laughs> yeah. They go on the right. You see the faceless guy? Oh wait, that's a balloon. You see that? Oh wait, you can't see it on there, can you? Oh well. Um I can only zoom so far, dude. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. Whatever. Who cares? But yeah, it, uh, um there's some wines I really like. There there's uh there's one, it was like Apocra, Apocrypha whatever something it was like a black and gray label it looked like something like a dungeon type oh of, that apothic oh that stuff is nasty oh, awful i i awful. actually awful they gave me the worst headaches when, every red they had you know it's bad if i throw wine away <laughs> oh i i dumped that shit down the sink it was so bad i couldn't finish it <laughs> i remember I used to when I used to work for Fry's Food and Drug, which was a grocery store in Arizona. Mm -hmm. um, I used to steal alcohol because in uh, grocery stores <laughs> in Arizona, they had like vodka, bourbon, they had everything you wanted, wine, beer, whatever mm -hmm. in the grocery store. So I used to steal bottles of wine. Why? Because I was a box boy. Mm hmm. And when they were stocking it, all I do is throw a bottle of wine in a box and drag those boxes out back where there weren't cameras and then unload the wine into my car and go home. Mm -hmm. So I had a lot. And there was one called Talon. T-A-L-O-N. Awful shit. I mean, the kind of stuff you would take paint off your car with. Kind of nasty. <laughs> and... I had to work one night. My friends were like, hey, Gary, you got any booze? Because I always had booze because yeah. I worked at the grocery store where I stole the booze from. And uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah. And so I gave them like four bottles of that. And all of them the next day were bitching how they got sick. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, wine hangovers are the worst, I'd have to say. Oh, awful. Off. The only thing you can do is suffer. There's no eating greasy food. There's no, you know, just kind of worming your way. You just have to lay there and suffer on a wine on a wine hangover. The the last hardcore wine hangover I had was uh, this was back in 2006, I think, and it's, I was living in Ia. It was uh, those condos uh, above Uptown Purge Mall. And um, the roommate, or the guy that owned the condo, it was a three-bedroom condo with a garage. He was a retired Marine, and he, he worked like at uh, on those little Piper airplanes. He was a mechanic. And uh, he had two cats, Piper and Pilot. Piper was the girl, oh and Pilot God. was the boy. And I remember being like in the Lanai area on the couch out there just vomiting into a trash can. And the cat would just come up, and he would like stick his head in there. They were just... And, and he would look at it, look at me, then he would jump on me, start kind of like licking me. I'm like, dude, get the fuck. The whole time I hung over, he just would not leave me alone. I would push him away. I would like, th I threw cushions at him. <laughs> I mean, it's bad enough hungover all day. But then you got a cat that just fucking with you the entire time. Yeah, that was, uh, uh, Pilot didn't, Pilot and I did not get along as well as Piper. She and I were, uh, we were inseparable. Oh, yeah, that's right. 
That's right. That's right. I'm giving you me. the oh. oh. They just love me. Yeah, they do. Um, I've se- I seen it. <laughs> <laughs> they love them. They see the ginger and they just start drooling. <laughs> I bet he tastes like cinnamon. No, he don't. <laughs> tastes like a fiery Cheeto. Oh, I'm going to use that as a pickup line. <laughs> I'm a ginger and I taste like cinnamon. No, the fuck you don't. What you need to tell him is you taste like a fiery Cheeto. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better line. <laughs> <laughs> oh no I, I like well I, well if she's not ask her if she's into spicy stuff first yeah yeah okay she says yeah boom fire a Cheeto line if she doesn't boom yeah cinnamon yep yeah. it's uh I mean well cinnamon can be kind of spicy cause they call me big red <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's all. That, that is. It is. I, I love cheesy pickup. And here's the thing. Okay, and people use you know, cheesy pickup lines. It's it. They do work. It's if you. It's how you present it. I've, I've never. I've never had. Is this awful? That I've never had to use the cheesy pickup line. I mean, I've said them. Uh But. Only like in a sarcastic kind of sense. I've never used a pickup line. Like on purposely, yeah, no. Yeah, I've never like. Usually, it's just talking to someone. Oh yeah, that like that's how I lay the found. That's how you lay the foundation. You say, oh, you know. Yeah, that's a, nice my shoes. job. Those are awesome. I love that color blue. My job you when know? I was out with the boys was I was the I, I had to go fetch. You know, because it'd be at the table at a bar or something. We, you know, be at a table or whatever. It'd be like however many of us. Typically, there was three of us or more. And you know, we we just kind of bullshit for a while. That you know, as guys kind of getting the the hang, you know, kind of get the feel of the place, looking around, getting a nice little relaxed, have a couple of drinks. One of them, black biscuits, go fetch. All right, that was my mm-hmm. job. I would go fetch the women, and I would bring them over, and it was. That was my, I was good at it, and I liked it. I felt proud. Yeah. Weird, but well, nice. Why, why is that weird? Do, like, fetch. I, see, see, I don't like that. I actually like sitting and talking to people. Well, that's to thing, it didn't, for me, people. it didn't, you know, it didn't, it, that's the thing, what I did. I would go to where there was a group of women, and I would just be like, ladies, do you mind if I join you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've, and I've I done just, that several times. So I would I did be it in there. High school, just, my friends couldn't stand it. There was all, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. There were times where I would just do it by myself and I would not even bring them over. Uh, one of those times was a Gussie's and I had a woman try to give me a head on stage. Um, Jeez. But yeah, it was uh, the, the security no. guy made me put my pull my pants up and put my shirt back on. But uh, I remember uh, this, this was in high school. Jesus. I was. Uh, I think I was a junior at this time. Uh-huh. I, ha- I had my Harley, so I think I was a junior. But uh, we were sitting at a coffee shop. It's called Coffee, etc. Uh-huh. And it was, of course, you know, late, like 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning. We had left a punk show, and we were all getting coffee and just kind of hanging out and talking. 
And my buddy Jeremy was on my side, or on, like, he was facing me, but he could see the booth behind us, kind of. Mm-hmm. And he goes, wow, they're cute. And I looked back, and I was like, wow, they are. And I said, should we talk to him? And he goes, no. And I said, yes, we should. And I just turned around, I stood up, and I said, I'd like to sit down and talk with you ladies. Mm-hmm. They were like, okay. And, you know, we just started talking, and I was like, well, this is my friend Jeremy, and this mm-hmm. is my friend Eli, and... You know, we all just kind of came over and started talking and having a great time. And then we all became, like, big friends. Yeah. It's it's those moments, those times, those... You should be unabashed at, like, just talking to people. Oh, yeah. I, I love talking because to people. Because those are the best relationships you're probably ever going to make. Even even at the grocery store. Like, I, I have met people going to Food Lion, and the same guy... I keep running into him now, which I think is weird. I think I've made a thing... Yeah. I don't know. But we were sitting, I went and grabbed cucumbers, and I was like, my son loves cucumbers. And he was like, me too. And I was like, yeah. And then we just kind of chatted it up, and I was getting, you know, you know, other veggies and shit like that. But now every time I go there, he's there in the, in the fucking veggie and fruit section. So maybe he's waiting for me. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now, I, now I know I need to look at that. Yeah, that was my, my thing was I, I love talk. I would, I would go around and just talk to random people at a bar. Whether I was with friends or not. And I love doing it. And I could talk to her for like maybe 15, 20 minutes. Never see him again in my life. But I loved it. I, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I was a very, um, people considered me a happy drunk. Gregarious. Oh, yes, gregarious. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Great word. Uh-huh. Toodles. Um... <laughs> You know, but yeah, we're actually right at the we're at the end. We've probably gone over a few minutes, but which is oh my deal. goodness, we're oh, over. Oh my goodness, yeah. I have to like add, and um, it took me about twenty minutes, but yeah, we're 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 over about ten. Like our bellies <laughs> with our belts, our words done lapped over the time. <laughs> you didn't catch that, did you? <laughs> it yeah, took me twenty it. minutes to count, and we're ten minutes over. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I just didn't give you the credit for the joke. Thanks. Thanks. I yeah. Yeah. You're I, welcome. I, it was good. It was good. Thank you. It I needed that. Good. I needed that. You're welcome. So I I did uh, I ordered a stuffed animal from eBay. The, okay. And a, a type of a line of stuffed animals that had been discontinued a while back. I don't remember what they were called, like weenie, not baby beanies, but like weenie baby, basically like different stuffed animals that have penises. That have penises? Yes. So I, I got one of orangutan and I'm going to hang it above my desk where the hook is on the ceiling for plants. And it's an orangutan with a penis, a stuffed animal that is an orangutan with a penis. I'm happy for you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. So proud of it. So proud. Um, I'm glad. Uh, that's good. <laughs> All right. Uh, hey, folks. Uh, with the time we do have to go, we'll be back soon. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> we'll say fuck y'all. We're done with this. Screw you, people. Yeah. <laughs> we Except want money. Sweet. We want money. You're not paying us. 
Okay, hey folks, listen. Uh, as usual, like you know, like we always say, um, do something nice for somebody. You know, reach out to someone you yeah. haven't talked to in a while. Uh, be humble and uh, don't be a douchebag. Yeah, show love. Don't show be a douchebag, love. people. Show love. That's right. That's right. Whole lot of love. Bye, great. Whole lot of love. Whole lot of love. Bye. Whole lot of love. Bye, Gravy. That was awesome. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye, nipples. <laughs>